You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heavenly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight features intimate conversations and performances with both local and touring musicians and artists. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at Heather Lee Holt at openmicspotlight.com. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have Stellar's Jay. Hello. Hello. How's it going? I'm really good. Why don't you talk about yourself for a second? Uh, Yeah, my name is Jake. I play music under the name Stellar's Jay, originally from Rogers, Arkansas, but I've lived in Portland, Oregon and New Orleans and been in Chattanooga, Tennessee now for a little over a year and a half. Uh, Playing around town a bunch, which has been a lot of fun and yeah, just keeping my folk rock alive as best I can. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the song that you're about to do. Okay. This is called Closer to the End. It is a song about suicide, and I don't really know how to explain it too in depth because I'm not completely sure I understand the whole meaning of it, but it is kind of like a, hey, why, why commit suicide? But it's very well masked between a very happy sounding song, so, uh, I don't know the why it was written. I don't remember vividly writing it, but I I like it a lot. And it's going to be a song I'm using in a competition this week for the Bluebird Cafe competition at Camp House in Chattanooga. Awesome. Yeah. All right. You want to hear it? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. That border with a big fat grin Promise to never come back again She's running from the past And she's closer to the end Cause her real pile loved alcohol And she didn't sleep without fear and heart Didn't want to see his figure in the dark Sent him off to jail And she's closer to the end Oh no Mother Mary's for wealth appeal Felt true love disappear Ain't no man gonna stick around here Another Jada woman as she's closer to the end That everybody's doing wrong Can't seem to get life to fit And don't know how to deal with it But it's a sin to just give in So you better keep suffering And oh, just deal with it Never get nothing unless you work a bit Pain is just a part of this Cause what you gonna get when you think 
Congratulations, you have made it to the end. Well, I don't know how to deal with it, cause I've never been very close to it. I think it's bullshit to cut your wrist. Speed it all up just to make it to the end. Oh no, here we go. Everybody's doing wrong Can't seem to get life to fit And don't know how to deal with it But it's a sin to just give in So you better keep suffering And And oh Just deal with it Never get nothing that's work a bit Pain is just a part of this so What you gonna get when you Make it to the What you gonna get when you Make it to the What you gonna get when you Make it to the end Yeah, what that I curse in that song. Is that okay? okay. <laughs> Good. Sorry, children that are listening. <laughs> so <clears throat> I love that. And it sounds a lot like Conor Burst, and I love Conor Burst. He's a huge influence. Yeah. I actually, I kind of avoided a lot of Bob Dylan and, and Bright Eyes and stuff early on because I didn't want to be influenced by people I knew would end up influencing me. I don't think Dylan ever did, but Conor definitely kind of completely changed what I was writing after I heard uh, Lifted to the Stories in the Soil, I think is the album. That just kind of, and then ever since, I've been trying to work my way out of it, it's and it's inevitable. hard. Yeah. Not everyone has a liking for Conroe Burst and mm-hmm. what he does, but the people that do, I feel like it hits them hard. Yeah, yeah. you're influenced by what you're influenced. You don't really get a choice. I heard I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, and wrote an album immediately after that mm-hmm. when I was like, I don't even remember, 17 or 18, something like that. There's just something about the way Connor uses words. Yeah. So what got you into music? How did it all start? I'm not really sure how it got started for me because no one in my family really played music growing up. It wasn't really that much around. Like my dad had some music that I would listen to, like the Reservoir Dodge soundtrack. I vividly remember that from my childhood <laughs> for some reason. It's a really good soundtrack. <laughs> But uh, I've gotten an orchestra when I was younger. I think that's like junior high. Um, Who'd you play? Uh, violin to start off, and then I moved to double bass. That was a very interesting time, and I guess that's how much my commitment to music was because I have an issue with like nails on a chalkboard kind of, you know, making me kind of feel nauseous, and I would get that from the bow across like the violin, especially on double bass, but I would just push myself through it, and I found a way to like mentally – still get the vibe you know like the weird feeling and stuff from the bow on the on the strings but I still played for like three or four years one day I was at at my dad's house just walking through the room and I I noticed that there was an acoustic guitar there that I don't know he got at a garage sale never really played or anything but I asked if I could borrow it and went into my room and immediately started writing songs like I remember I still I'm not going to play the first song I've ever written, but I still remember it. Yeah. And that was when I was 15. I'm 32 now, so I've mm-hmm. been doing Stellar's J for 
very long time, yes. about 17 years now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started booking shows and just playing out of town. And I, I don't know, I just kept snowballing like mm-hmm. that. I got really addicted to it. It just becomes a part of you. It's that feeling whenever you get done with a song that's just... Because usually for me when I write, it's it's just the first line comes. I'll I'll find something, just start picking around or something, and then just find the first word or the first line, and then the story just kind of develops in my mind. I like to write stories more than anything. I'm I'm pretty Which bad about it. Which is hard to do. It's hard to write story songs. I have a harder time not writing them because mm-hmm. I have to linearly think. I, I, I find a beginning to a song, and then I write it all the way till there's an ending to it. Mm-hmm. Like the one I'm playing later is called Soldier's Lament, and it's a... A story about a guy, you know, going off to war at like, you know, when he's too young to even drink. And mm-hmm. it, there's a whole, it, there's a beginning and there's an end. There's not, it's not random words. There's not really a chorus because I'm really bad at not writing choruses. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm working on that. The, the new song we're going to play later is the only one that I've written recently that has a more of a chorus mm-hmm. to it. Um, and that's a big Conor O'Burst thing too. Yeah, I guess so. He doesn't really write courses either. Mm-hmm. He's still he's kind of linear a little bit as well. That's probably where I got that. I mean, a lot of it, the Decemberists were a big influence too. Picaresque album because there was like this sea shanty song. What's I can't think of it. The Whalers song. Mm-hmm. I think is what it's called. I'm messing that up. I'm sorry, Decemberist fans. <laughs> I'm messing that up. But he would write a lot of story songs and you know Crane Wife and everything. Like that whole album kind of is a linear thought process of a story and I, I take a lot from that and I'm still trying to trying to get away from it but also write it's a, it's a weird place to be so I'm writing a lot of stories still but also trying to get my pop folk thing going as well if I can as, as poppy as I will allow myself to be anyways yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be cheesy folk but I I want to write something a little more catchy I love my song just because, you know, it's personal to me in some way and it's a part of me. But uh, yeah, getting it to be relatable to people is, has always been an interesting thing I don't completely understand how to do yet. <laughs> I think you do it pretty well. Working on it. Well, let's do the cover that you're going to do. Oh, yeah. You're going to um, do Jolene. Yeah, I'm going to do Jolene because I, I, I like that this different kind of, from a male point of view, I don't change the lyrics. You know, it's still... You know, Jolene's still a woman taking away my man. You can see that however you want, you know, to be progressive or not. Or if I'm just singing a song, it's up to you. (laughs) However, you're not offended by it. (laughs) Moving to Chattanooga has got me into doing covers. I really didn't do covers for years and years. And it wasn't until I moved here that I started realizing that you could make money by playing covers in town, which I in New Orleans was probably an option, but it was never really obvious to me. I was in the New Orleans for five years playing, but I usually just did my original stuff as a band, had a you know four-piece band. But uh, yeah, moving here, I realized that they'll pay you to play maybe three hours long, but you can make some money playing, which mm-hmm. is really great. So I'm playing a lot of that stuff. So I've been learning a lot of covers. Sometimes I have to use cheat sheets because there's a lot to remember. So I'm hoping I remember this one well enough because I really wanted to play it and I did practice it, but we'll see if I mess it up. So... Sorry, sorry, Dolly Parton, if I mess this up. But yeah, here's my version of, of Jolene. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Please don't take away my man. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Because you can 
beauty is beyond compare With flaming locks of ember hair With ivory skin and eyes of emerald green Your smile is like the breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Joe He talks about you in his sleep There's nothing that I can do to keep Crying when he calls your name Jolie And I can easily understand How you can easily take my man He's the only one for me, Jolie Sing along home Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take away my Jolene, Jolene, Jolene Please don't take him just because you can Well, you could have your choice of men But I could never love again He's the only one for me, Jolene I had to have this talk with you My happiness depends on you And whatever you decide, Jolene Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take away my man Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take him just because you Uh, every time I hear the song now after doing the cover, she does it like a thousand times faster. And so when I play it, I'm like trying to slow it down, which makes it feel a little more depressing of a song, I feel, maybe. Uh, but yeah, when I hear her do it, she's like, Jolene, 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 Jolene. It's like really quick comparatively. And she's done that song so many times. Oh, that no like- doubt. So you are Sellers J, and sometimes you have a band, sometimes you're solo. Right now you're pretty much solo. Currently solo, yeah. But you just just recently started another band project. You want to talk about that? Indie rock, garage rock band. I'm not really sure what to call it. It's in the vein of like Dinosaur Jr. and uh, Arctic Monkeys and stuff like that. Um, we're called Glass Gaps. Uh, we're just getting started, but... Uh, I think it's good enough that I've been willing to put a lot of time into it. You know, I have Stella's J and that takes up a lot of time. I, I'm a pinball fanatic. I own pinball machines. I repair them. That takes up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I have a 40 hour job. You know, I'm a radio electronics technician. It takes up a lot of time. <laughs> so the fact that I think that this is worth putting that much time means that I think it's actually really good and I'm yeah. excited for people to hear it. We're playing the Road to Nightfall competition this Friday. I believe in this band enough that they called me and they made me choose because I had signed up Stellar's J and Glass Caps. And they called and they said, uh, we noticed that you're on both. Is it two completely separate bands? I'm like, kind of. You know, it's me. And then it might be the Glass Caps guys playing for me. I don't really know. He said that you had to choose either Stellar's J or Glass Caps. And so I had to take a deep breath and I decided Glass Caps because it's rock and roll and that, it's fun. And I think it will be interesting. I, I don't I don't know about competitions. It's uh, A lot of it's like audience voting. So 
and we go on first. So I'm not really sure how that's going to work for us, but we're going to do our best. <laughs> and then after that, we have more shows. I think we play March 23rd at JJ's with uh, Lewis and Clark, which is a great local band. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to get, you know, both sides of it, a little folk rock, little uh, indie rock. So Yeah, that's fun. fun that you guys are getting going. And you record later today at the library. Oh, we, we're recording at, at Adam from Better Thieves House tonight. Oh. So it's at, it's at a house studio. Now, oh, um, cool. I've only used the library once. So Chattanooga does have an amazing recording studio. I've gone in and recorded vocals for Stellar's J stuff. But um, yeah, I'm sure Glass Caps will get in there sooner or later. But yeah, no, tonight's tonight's a home recording. Just oh, okay. trying to pump pump something out. Hey, that's <laughs> that's still a lot these days. Home yeah. recording is everything. Oh, it's great. I I love yeah, recording is my favorite favorite thing. It's kind of growing on me more than than live lately. Has live still my passion, but recording is there's something to building something out of nothing to steal from Modest Mouse. I agree, and just learning the ins and outs of it and. Layering like the song we're getting ready to play. Um, I, I just did all this stuff by myself, which is I, I really enjoy. It's it's always good to have influencing. You know, have people come in and give an opinion and stuff. But it's cool to like get on a different instrument. You don't play like I play keys on or organ on this this song. I play bass. I haven't really played bass in a while, mm-hmm. so it's because we're to- about to play a pre-recorded song. Yes, and this song is called "Light in the Dark." Mm-hmm. And you recorded this. Yes, you did all in my my house. Mm-hmm. Just guitar, vocals, mixed it, mastered it. Mm-hmm. There's air quotes there. Mastered it in my own way of mastering. I think it, at least boosting the signal. That's mainly all I do. And <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's keys. I, I don't think I. I think I took the mandolin out. I do play a lot of mandolin. That's my other favorite instrument. Do you want to talk about? Like the meaning of the song or inspiration for it? Um, just I've just challenging myself recently to write out of the box and something I normally don't do is I don't really write love songs very often. I'm usually writing stories and stuff and sometimes there's love in the stories, but this is just like a straightforward like love song and I try to get a hook in there. I mean the song, like all my songs, is kinda of built itself, so as much as my intention was going into it, it, it just became its own beast. So it, it came out this way. I don't really understand it. Most of the songs, I don't understand why I wrote it them or where it, they come its from. Own entity. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's just a pretty song. And yeah. Well, let's listen to it. Yeah. I have always seen myself as a child in the woods Reaching out for something, never knowing what is good Until I kissed you And you made a light in the dark When we were just children, I would call you a good friend Now it feels so different when your name leaves my lips Since I kissed you And you made the light in the dark I'll stay so sweet even when the sour times arrive Stay so sweet even though nothing feels quite right Stay so sweet even when the sour times arrive Stay so sweet because I am here for you the troubled times too Fire and the brim 
Words don't seem to pour right through my head But your voice so steady calms the worry and the dread Since I kissed you And you made the light in the dark So we will keep going along the twists of our life's path Huddled up together we are inseparable at last Until I kissed Made a light in the dark. I'll stay so sweet when the sour times arrive. Stay so sweet, even though nothing feels quite right. Stay so sweet, even when sour times arrive. Stay so sweet, because I am here for you through the troubled times, too. It's lovely. It's light in the dark. It's great. Okay, so we already talked about some of your musical influences, like Conroe Burst and Bob Dylan. Let's talk about some more. My two big, well, I'm going to say three because I kind of always forget. I really, really love Andrew Bird, and he has his own little uh, recording studio, which is mainly my dream is to have my own studio, but I cannot do anything near what he does. So to say he's my influence is a stretch, but I like that he's you know, has a family farm and outside of Chicago and, and just has this beautiful little thing. And he just does amazing things with loops, which I've been trying to get into loops lately, but that's a, that's a stretch. So M Ward is a big one. M Ward's out of Portland. He was one of the reasons that I moved up to Portland, Oregon originally. This is the Decemberist and M Ward. And then John Vanderslice out of Seattle, or no, he's in San Francisco now. John Vanderslice is my all-time hero. When I started off listening to music, I kind of found music on my own. I'll get a subscription to DIW, Devil in the Woods, Music Magazine. I think I had Under the Radar back then too, and they'd send you CDs. And that's how I learned about Death Cab for Cutie and Postal Service and Jenny Lewis and all that stuff. John Vanderslice was my first, really caught my attention. And, and then over the years, he, he bought a recording studio called Tiny Telephone, or he didn't buy one, I'm sorry. He made his own studio in San Francisco and they put out amazing all analog they refuse to use any digital equipment wow. which is that's intense like i don't know if you know much about recording i mean you you do i mean people listening anyways digital is really easy you can oh that drum beats off just a little bit you just slide that over analog is like you're doing it perfectly this take or we're not using this take pretty much or you know not perfectly but close as you can get so and then Imward kind of does the same he produces his own music as well and Imward's interesting because he does all his own instrumentation for the most part as far as I'm if, if he still does I'm not sure but he did used to and he made beautiful records that, that it's very inspirational you have pinball machines yeah I love my I stayed up till like midnight last night working on Dracula from 1979, Stern Dracula. I've always had an interest in electronics and never really pursued it until my girlfriend Kate Irvin talked me into going to school in New Orleans till Delgado Community College. And I had an amazing professor there that really pushed his class to learn in two years an associate's degree as much as possible electronics. And I just took to it immediately. I Everything, resistors, capacitors, transistors, all that science, it all made sense to me. The science part, maybe not, but my mind kind of mechanically moves that way. I can see the flow of electricity and I can solve issues that way. And so as soon as 
you know, I started figuring it out. I started taking my guitar pedals apart and amps. And I've always been playing pinball for, for years and years. Since I moved to, like, Portland, I really got into it. And so as soon as I could afford to buy one, I started tinkering with them and figuring it out. So got a little carried away. I have five right now, and they're my babies. And two of them are problem childs right now. But uh, I got one of them working again. I got one more problem child. and then That's a lot I'll of pinball have, machines. Yeah. They make me money, though. Yeah. I, put, I got two at... Barley in Chattanooga, oh, wow. and then one at the Spot Coffee Shop in Chattanooga, and nice. make, make some quarter money. They pretty much go right into paying for themselves, though, because they are old and break down. Yeah, They're 1979, 80, 81, That's 83, so cool. and 84, and I think I'm thinking I'm missing somebody. Yeah, I just I have like old Bali and Stern games. So, so not to change the subject, but what's your day job? I work for the city of Chattanooga in the radio department. We do all the repairs of the fire, police, radios, 800 hertz <laughs> frequency. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I do every day is that they bring in radios they're having problems with and we repair them. And I go out to remote sites where they have towers and I do not climb those towers, thankfully. I would hate that job, but I make sure that all the electronics are working properly. And That seems like it would be fun, different every day kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It's definitely... I. It's exhausting but because yeah. you don't know what your day is going to be. But, yeah, it's still fun. I, I worked as a tugboat technician and electronics technician in New Orleans, and that was even more because you don't know where the boat's going to be, mm-hmm. how you're going to get on the boat. I would, sometimes the boat's moving while I'm working on stuff oh, on the goodness. on the roof of it, yeah. you know, the radar systems and stuff. So, That's yeah, crazy. just going to community college for two years, and I, I'm on a weird, different adventure than mm-hmm. I was making pizza most of my life, mm-hmm. you know. Shout out to Pizza Delicious in New Orleans. Still love you. But, yeah, that's after that, after going to school, I just kind of kept falling into cool jobs that are, it's interesting. Yeah. So go to school, so kids. Cool. <laughs> just go get a a technician a job or something yeah mm-hmm. a skill it doesn't have to be a master's you can just get an mm-hmm. associate's and you can get paid to do cool stuff that is so cool so before we play your last song every episode ends with a tidbit of advice for oh. the listeners it could be music related or not I can go pretty in depth in this one because I started 15 16 and was recording you know pretty quickly after that so I've I've written albums, recorded albums. I never got them right the way I wanted, so I never properly released them or pushed them to record labels. And now I'm 32 and I'm still doing the same thing. Just put it out there. Just take a chance. Stop waiting around. I'm talking to myself as well right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You never know what will come of it. And as the digital age is changing and when I started, you know, the CD was still important. You know, people were buying CDs. Like you had number one hits that sold millions of CDs. That's not happening anymore. Everyone's getting digital. People are listening to playlists. Albums are less and less important to people. I mean, they're important to people like us who mm-hmm. love music. I listen to albums the entire way through. As soon as my Me favorite too. band puts an album out, I listen to the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't do that. They just listen to playlists. You so. know I'm in my car. I love yeah. listening to albums all the way through. I feel mm-hmm. like you get a better... Yeah, feeling of what they were going for yeah. and emotion. You can... You just better understand a band when you hear more than just one song. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just the culture we're in now is it's it's a one-song culture. And so I see a lot of bands that I like. I'll hear a song I like, and I'll look them up on Spotify, and they'll have one song. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? What's going on? Mm-hmm. But that's how it is. So take advantage of the time you're in. That's what I'll say. Put your music out there. Go tour. Tour when you're young. Tour when you're old. Just get out there and play shows. And 
it's 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 never stops being fun. I, I haven't stopped it. enjoying doing this for you know mm-hmm. seventeen years. I'm still loving playing shows and recording music. But I I need to let this stuff go. I need to put yeah. my albums out there and stop. I put out two albums, but they're not well recorded. And you know what? So be it. I just see it as a picture in time. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is for sure. One album on my Spotify and Bandcamp is I Need to Run. It's a bunch of just old folk songs I wrote about travel and my need because I've always felt like I need to move. I've been a vagabond, you know, mm-hmm. forever. And and I've always questioned why, but I always, you know, I don't have an answer for it. So I wrote a lot. I write a lot of songs questioning myself why I do that. And so the album is just recordings over the last 10 years of whatever town, Lawrence, Kansas, you know, Springfield, Missouri, Portland, nice. Oregon. I've lived in a lot of random places. Chattanooga is random, <laughs> but I'm here and it's it's been really good to me. And so now my new my new thing is I'm just going to start writing, recording, and putting it out and yeah. stop trying to make an album, stop trying to wait. Well, let's talk about Soldier's Lament. You talked about it a little bit, but... I still play a lot of my songs from... Because I feel like I hit it really good on a couple songs over the years, and those are the ones that have stood through time. And Soldier's Lament is one that I wrote 19, 20 years old. This is a story song that's kind of questioning... The idea of sending children to war before they're even old enough to drink, which is one of the lines in the song. I don't know where it came from. Just one of my like late night jamming and just going into this parallel universe where songs just kind of roll out and words roll out and a story built itself. So this is a good story song for all of you who like Decemberist and the story song stuff. And I'm sure there's some bright eyes in there. Yeah. So help me. Well, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you. This is really great. Yeah. I, I listen to the podcast and I love it. So it's good to, it's going to be weird to hear myself on it now. Get so, excited. Yes. Yeah, Stella's J. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. And Here's, you can find him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. and I'm keeping up with the band camp more so. Stella's J is a type of bird. And I picked that name when I was 15. It was in math class. We were talking about the angle of the Stellar's J's back of the Stellar's J head. And my name is Jake and Jay, and it just kind of somehow connected. But I spelled it wrong from day one. Um, I spell it S-T-E-L-L-A-R apostrophe S, J-A-Y. The bird is E-R, so it's S-T-E-L-L-E-R apostrophe S. But I'm, I was hoping that that would come to an advantage of people being able to search me better and not just see a bluebird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... You know, I guess a lot of people misspell it, so it's it's you'll still search Stellar's J and find people posting about the bird, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Stellar's J music is most of my handles for Facebook and Instagram. Stellar'sJ.bandcamp.com for that's where I'm updating most of the time. Spotify is such a weird thing to get stuff on, so I have two albums on Spotify under Stellar's J, but they don't they're not the most recent recordings. Those are those old recordings I was talking about. But I'm gonna start pumping them singles out soon, so. Alright, Soldiers Lament. Thank you guys for listening.
So stick your bayonet into enemies So they can feel your misery Spread from hip to hip And they'll feel it spreading Right down Back home in your little shack, you almost froze. And all the factories they closed, so the armies where you were drove. Your mother cried, Please don't die when you go. If only you hadn't known. How much your soul would moan Yet grow You've now been fighting and grueling And drooling for weeks on Oh, it blood in your teeth Where you led Most died At your feet So many deaths Too many deaths With only one left You will see It's your own Be the last to go Consider leaving a rating or a review on iTunes, Facebook, or even the openmicspotlight.com website. If you love this podcast, share it on Facebook and tell your friends about the awesome talent you hear on Open Mic Spotlight. It would be a huge help.